0: Hi and welcome to the UMA Academy podcast, where I, Dr. Yanni van Lochem, have the honor to talk to the top of the world of aesthetic medicine and can pick their brains on the latest insights and most interesting developments. Welcome back and welcome Dr. Fernando Felice from Buenos Aires. Argentina. Yes, from Argentina. Argentina. So uh, it's really nice uh, to have you here, Fernando. And, and we are actually on the other side of the world compared to where you are from, right? Yes,
1: really. 26 hours my oh. trip. Oh my God, on a, what, on a
0: boat, a train? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, two planes, one from Buenos Aires to Dubai, uh-huh. and then Dubai to Malaysia.
0: Uh-huh. Because we're now at AMSC in Kuala Lumpur, 2023 and um it's uh, it's a really fantastic conference and yes. and there's a lot of amazing people here and i'm really happy that i was able to grab you by your jacket and uh, and sit you down here in this uh, in this room at the conference the KLCC the Kuala Lumpur Conference Center
1: let me t- let me t- uh, tell you something i enjoy a lot your lectures and Right now, I will buy your two books because uh, I, I, I found
0: amazing, very interesting. Which, which would the new complications book you mean? The,
1: the complication, the management of the complication, and the vascular complication, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you very much, man. I no. really appreciate that so uh, but we're not here to talk about me because <laughs> we're here to talk about you so you're a plastic surgeon yeah based in buenos aires and i, I know that you're very passionate about teaching you're doing a lot of cadaver work and, and you actually have your own congress also master hub in buenos aires and, and that's actually how we met because you invited me to come to master hub
1: yeah 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 master hub is a very big event scientific event where i try to uh, to to share all the knowledge with the physician, with the attendees, Uh, and I try to count with people like you, like uh, Tapan very well-known speakers, uh, people that I consider that uh, have a good um, preparation. Uh, I find very interesting uh, a good preparation in all the physicians because there are many different ways to, to learn, but the majority of them um, are lack of knowledge.
0: Yeah, so, that's, so you, you're very active in, in teaching, so you're very you know, passionate about being a good doctor, right? So, what in your eyes makes you a good doctor? Okay, in the, this, of course, in our field, you know, in the aesthetic, in the aesthetic medical field.
1: Yes, I, I, I think that the physician don't need, uh, the physician doesn't need to to be a plastic surgeon, to be a good, uh, to be good in in the field of aesthetic medicine. Obviously, if you know more topic, like. The manage of uh, some different things in particular if you, if you if you have different specialties it's better but uh, a good aesthetic physician need to have a good preparation need to study a lot of uh, anatomy uh, the anatomy is not only the anatomy of the old books like rubier mm. the stool uh, gray uh, anatomy is is uh, growing uh, day after day, year after year, because
0: every year you can know more about mm. the anatomy. It's basically what we are, our field is applied anatomy, is ac- actually a new d- way of looking at the anatomy based on the interventions that we do. For example, fillers, if we inject fillers, It's different to a surgical procedure in the face. Exactly.
1: Um, If I remember my first years in the career of medicine, when I studied anatomy of the face, nobody knows the fat compartment, for Mm -hmm. example. And right now, we know that we have superficial fat compartment, different superficial fat compartment, deep fat compartment. And what happened... Uh, when we gain years through through the time what happens with each one one of them uh, suffers atrophy mm-hmm. and another descends for example
0: mm-hmm. yeah and so s- slowly but surely we're discovering a whole new anatomy but it's not just the nomenclature it's also new but it's also in the process, in, in time, how the anatomy changes—that's becoming more and more clear.
1: I think that we can learn anatomy: uh, the static anatomy, the topographic anatomy, uh, the anatomy in the different layers, the aging of the mm-hmm. anatomy, mm-hmm. Uh, what happened with the with the years. Um, it's very interesting. When we talk about the anatomy, in my mind. Uh, suddenly appear the different superficial uh, risk zones mm-hmm. the the deep risk zones mm-hmm. and I think that a, a good physician who developed in the field of aesthetic medicine they need to know uh, everything in detail, but not only that it's so important to know the the different products uh, where they need to inject mm-hmm. each product,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how much they need to inject of each product. Um, and obviously to know for that, they need to know different techniques, the use of microcannula, the use of the different cannulas, uh, different needles. Uh, I think that I'm working in aesthetic medicine for more than 15 years, I don't remember very well. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say that I'm 47 years old but um, in my case in particular with each lecture with each live demo with each paper that I read nowadays I learn more and more so I think that a good physician need to need to read Every day, um, for one hour of reading, they need uh, two hours of uh, practice. This is a good advice.
0: Wow, you're giving everybody a lot of homework now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think you have a very, very good point. You know, we we have to take this new medical specialty just as seriously as any other specialist does. Yes. 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 So, I mean, if you have a heart attack and you go to the hospital for the cardiologist, you expect that cardiologist to know everything that is current right now the best way to treat that heart attack, right? Yes, 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 totally agree. So the same applies to us as aesthetic physicians. It doesn't matter if you're a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist or an aesthetic physician. If a patient approaches you to be a good one, you have to be current, you have to know every little detail about the procedure that you can offer. You have to know the alternatives, you have to know the risks involved, you have to know how to make it as safe as possible. So I, c- I completely agree with you.
1: Yes, uh, you mentioned uh, the complications and mm-hmm. the manag- management of the complication. Mm-hmm. It's so important to know how to manage the different complications because you can be the best one, but. But if you inject many patients one day, mm-hmm. you can have a complication.
0: The rule of the big numbers. Yes, The law of, of the big numbers. Yeah. But
1: for that, you need to be prepared mm-hmm. to, to give a solution of the patient. Yeah. But not to give the solution one week later. Mm-hmm. To give the solution in the, in the moment where you perceive the complication.
0: Yeah, so the solution should not be, I know who to send you to the solution should be I know how to fix it.
1: Yes, totally mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. Another point that a good physician in the uh, aesthetic medicine field need to know is to listen to the patient. To listen to the patient, what the patient wish, mm-hmm. and, and what the patient needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. sometimes uh, we need to to say, no, you mm-hmm. don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, in this kind of patient, uh, you need to dedicate more time to explain to the patient why the patient doesn't need uh, one treatment in particular. I find very interesting uh, this point. Uh, listen to the patient because the uh, the patient of aesthetic medicine comes ask uh, looking for uh, an improvement in her face mm-hmm. or in his face, for example. Um, we need to treat uh, the patient uh, as a whole. Um, not only, for example, if a patient asks uh, ask for an improvement or an augmentation in in her or his mm-hmm. lips, we need to pay attention as a face as a whole and to, to do an evalu- a complete evaluation and offer to the patient a complete treatment plan. Mm-hmm. Because maybe the patient uh, doesn't know that they can treat another area mm-hmm. or, or maybe the consultation is because one friend of his or her uh, performed lip augmentation. Um, and in our evaluation, we can find another weak point to treat
0: mm-hmm. exactly and that 's what what I really liked about what you said that the doctor has to know uh, how to give the treatment that the patient needs yeah, so that, that what the patient needs may be something different from what they ask for Yes, because they think they want something in their lips, but in reality. They're not looking for a lip filler. They're they're looking for a specific feeling, yes. of what they want to get out of that treatment. So they think they imagine that, if I get these lips or this treatment, I feel more sexy and I feel more self confident uh, when they look in the mirror. So so we it's our job to actually find out what it is that they're looking for, you know, and then sit down with them and look at their face together and then maybe decide not to inject the lips together.
1: Yes, yes. One phrase that I used in in the Master Hub last year was... uh,
0: What was the phrase? (laughs) How
1: was the phrase? The phrase is... um, Happiness is not priceless.
0: Hmm. Happiness is not priceless? Happiness. Happiness is priceless. Happiness is priceless. Yes. Yes. Fillers are not priceless. <laughs> you know that my English is not so good. <laughs> no. No. It's perfect. Your English yes. is perfect. So. So. Um, how, what is it like to be working in this field in Argentina? Because I. I have the feeling that there are so many doctors there offering treatments. Is it like? Is there a lot of people who? Because for you, it, it's. It feels very passionate that, that you're, that you're very, very passionate about the quality of the doctors, you know, and to train them, to educate them. Are there a lot of doctors in Argentina who, who are maybe sub uh, quality that, that are not really giving the quality that, that you would expect from the doctors? I think that that happened around the world. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, day after day, uh, there are more physicians um, and dentists who want to to, to learn about uh, different techniques of uh, aesthetic medicine mm-hmm. and I think that this is uh, because they thought that uh, they can earn more money and this is a big mistake for me because you don't need to do an activity to earn money. You need to do an activity in your work for passion, uh, and the result, if you do that with the passion, with love, is uh, to earn money. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It's uh, it's also a luxury. Yeah. Because there's so many people out there, you know, that work to pay the bills, you know, and they don't like what they do. They go to their, you know, cubicle and they kind of, you know, they, they survive the day until they can go home again. But as a doctor, we are we're so privileged. And, and actually, it doesn't really matter in which field of medicine we are, because we can touch people in their lives. You know? Yes, of course. And And our field of medicine is so positive and we are so privileged that we can actually touch people in a very positive way in their lives. We can really mean something to people.
1: And improve their life
0: And improve their lives.
1: Because uh, beauty is, is, is a big war. Because uh, I always said that the definition of health is the complete equilibrium. Uh, you, need to, you need to have three different things in equilibrium. Uh, biological health, social health, um, and and, and the own own perception of you. So you need to see yourself uh, to the mirror and say, "Okay, uh, I'm happy with my appearance. I need to feel uh, included into the society. Mm Um, and I need to don't don't have uh, some illness. Mm-hmm. So we work in in two parts, in two important parts: uh, the perception of each patient in front of the mirror, and how this patient is, uh, how this patient feels into the society, mm-hmm. because uh, it's a it's a pity, but the society sometimes is uh, so hard with one kind of patient. Uh, for example, we, we live in a, in a society that's said, okay, we accept all kinds of people.
0: Um, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your color of skin, sexual yes, preference, like, we accept everyone. But
1: I think that this is false. This is my perception. Mm-hmm. Uh, You can see different advertisements about people with uh, more Mm weights than than usually, Mm -hmm. for example. uh, But then that people can't get a good work, for Mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, um, I don't know. If you have an accident in your face or maybe a facial paralysis mm-hmm. you can get a good job so we have the possibility to help these people mm-hmm. to to life uh, to have a good life mm-hmm. uh, a better life
0: i i, guess, understand, I guess i understand what you're saying there's some kind of a social inequality Uh, in our society that will that gives preferential uh, treatment to more attractive people and that's that's what you can also see in some studies that have been done you know people that look better have better jobs have higher income and are also generally uh, happier in their lives and uh, I'm not sure if if that is something um, that we can that we can uh, fix because that's that's a problem of society, so it's not our <laughs> our responsibility to fix it. But we can definitely touch people individually in their lives, and what we can and it's and it's really rings true what you're saying because f- also from the studies, the psychological studies, we see that people who undergo aesthetic treatments experience a better quality of life.
1: Totally agree. Yeah, I help. For example, uh, two years ago, I started to help people. Uh, through through the action of my hands uh, sometimes with surgery sometimes with non-invasive procedures. One of the persons that uh, I performed a surgery uh, I recorded a film uh, about that is a person who suffered um, a tumor in in her face and she she needed to perform five different surgeries, and after that, this is beauty, and after that, she, she felt included into the society. If you listen her, the, mm-hmm. the interview that I performed her, she, she said, uh, the problem is not that the people uh, don't see, or say something bad the, the people is that when you see something that you dislike you direct your view to a other point. Mm-hmm. for example what happened with the people who, the homeless we we, we see beautiful things, for example a car a person, I don't know, when you see something uh, wrong or something that you dislike, you can, this is not uh, thinking about consciously, consciously, but you see to other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, another case is a patient, a patient with a, a facial paralysis, I perform botulinum toxin mm-hmm. in, the, in the other side um uh, and I can uh, get a good equilibrium in in her face mm-hmm. and the happiness of her mm-hmm.
0: changed mm-hmm. radically yeah. 100% the difference between day and night yeah mm-hmm. to get rid of that stigmatizing appearance because if you see for example lipodystrophy you know yeah. uh, hiv medication uh, can lead to hollow hollow cheeks very like skeleton like appearance and and once you've seen it once you will recognize it so if you see it in the street you immediately okay that that person is HIV positive yeah and it's terrible because there's instant diagnosis in the street and if you have that you're immediately judged and so just to take away that evidence can be the difference between day and night yeah? yeah
1: yeah 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 It's so important,
0: uh, our activity.
1: I think that uh, we, need to, um, we need to share our knowledge. We need to teach people, uh, physicians, uh, um, and to share this point of our activity, to, to teach them, to listen to the patient, (coughs) to help patients with problems, Mm -hmm. um, and to work seriously in in this uh, field that is Mm -hmm. amazing.
0: And what you're saying, you have to know how to treat patients safe, you know, superficial danger zones, deep danger zones, but also we have to know, we have an enormous responsibility because first of all, we can touch people in a positive way, but if we do something wrong, we can seriously impact them in a very negative way. Yeah. And therefore, we also have to know how to deal with complications should they arise.
1: Yes, totally
0: agree. And so, that is in summary basically what it takes to become a good doctor, right? To study one day, <laughs> one hour for two hours of work. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I
1: learned that uh, for one of my professors.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and for me, is true. Uh-huh. If you read one hour, you need two hours of practicing. Um, and as a summary, mm-hmm. uh, the advice that uh, we can give to new physicians in this uh, aesthetic field mm-hmm. is learn a lot, uh, listen to serious professionals, uh, to know very well the deep and the superficial anatomy, the different products, the different techniques, read again, (laughs) practice (laughs) again, Uh uh, and they need to know how to solve the different complications. uh, And obviously they need to count with a kit of emergency in Mm -hmm. their office uh, and be a good
0: person. Listen to your patients and find the question behind the question yeah mm-hmm. wow fernando beautiful philosophical from the heart thank you so much
1: thank you you um,
0: and no more <laughs> <laughs> all right let's enjoy some beautiful malaysian food then okay all right thanks